listen, this tongue of mine has gotten me in more trouble in the last four or five months. That's my New Year's resolution. Quit sticking my tongue out. Welcome to the Gary Scott Thomas Show. Here's what we know. The podcast with unexpected conversations. Listen each week as we engage in unscripted conversations where we'll be just as surprised as you will be with where the dialogue goes. So join us each week and be privy to the captivating conversations that are sure to ensue. Here's your host, Gary Scott Thomas. L. King, how are you, my dear? I'm good. I've missed you. I have missed you like forever. And I've been trying to make this happen forever. And I know we only have a little bit of time because you have your brand new album, Come Get Your Wife, coming out. But I need like, you know, I don't know. Can we do a day long podcast sometime? Yeah, we can. Can I say first and foremost, I love this album. Thank you. No, you I say that. Yeah. No, I really, <laughs> I mean that. No, I'm not just saying it. I'll tell you if you want, I'll tell you my thoughts on all of it. Cause I love the fact that I didn't know you wrote this many songs. I did not view you as a writer and you know what? Screw me. I'm sorry. I didn't. Yeah. You're going to get licking for that one, buddy. And you know what else? Let me say something else to you. As far as this album, you know what? Here's where I know you're for real. Charlie flipping Worsham. <laughs> He's the best man. Yeah. It plays every damn thing. When you yeah, guys and, and too well. It it makes me mad. It makes me mad how good he is. When you guys did Crawling Mood, I mean, did he play every damn instrument on that track? You know what? I'm pretty sure he played a lot of it. And then definitely judge what everybody else played. <laughs> but he's so sweet. He will never let you know. Charlie is just, he is such an angel. Yeah, that's the thing about people like Charlie, because he is a nice guy and he's an amazing instrumentalist and he's, he's just an amazing musician. We're going to find, after he dies in about 80 years, we're going to find his judgy journals that he's going to be keeping. <laughs> These people suck so much on guitar. And that drum lick they did, oh my God, that was horrible. <laughs> Charlie's mean diary, that's so funny. I love it. Charlie's judgy diary. Just to talk about some of the songs, I mean, the attitude, and I think that's one of the beautiful things about you, is that you have such a voice, and you are not afraid of being you, which is not easy to do. I mean, most of us are afraid. We just want everybody to think we're perfect and all this, blah, 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 blah. But I love you because you're all in on you. Yeah, I'm a maximalist, so I'm either like 110 or like asleep. But I also, like, when it comes to singing and stuff, like, I think that when your voice cracks or, like, if you got to bend to find the note, which, by the way, all things I tell myself so that I don't, you know, beat myself up, I also find it interesting and, you know, it has character to it and it got a lot of character to me. And I feel like I, at this point in my life, I want myself and would take too much energy to be somebody else. Well, know? I love the attitude that comes through. The song I was talking about, Crawling Mood, let me tell you, that if it, that's what it takes to get back with you, baby, I ain't in no crawling mood. <laughs> I mean, that's a cool song. Charlie, I, I feel like he is so sweet and he's making so much music. And I, I felt really honored that he gave me that song because I love bluegrass music and I would never consider myself a, a technical bluegrass player. And Charlie, not for one second, ever made me feel less than or anything. He actually, like, on a separate project that we worked on, he was, like, so gentle and sweet and was helping me play the mandolin and definitely judging me. I wouldn't want to read that diary entry from that night, but he's just so cool and sweet. And I love working with people that lift you up and you can learn something from. And he's so sweet. And I'm so excited that he's going to be putting out so much more music coming out. And I just feel blessed that all these like really badass cool people 
lended their energy and their talents and were a part of this. And that's what's so cool about Nashville and country. Everybody is just so talented and they enjoy playing with other people and, and adding like their flair on something. And it's just been cool. Well, let me say this. I'm going to call bullshit on you for one respect. You play the hell out of banjo. All right, you do. Let's just say what it is. You are a wonderful banjo player. And on Blacked Out, girl, really? Come on. Come on. I was like sitting there going, oh, get it, L. Just get it. Just go ahead, throw it down, and look at everybody. Throw me some Ashton McBride attitude on it and just get it. Well, thank you. Well, there's just so many songs. I will tell you, I loved all of the songs on the album, but maybe my favorite is Before You Met Me. That's a good song, right? Yeah, it's, it's such a good song, and you paint such a great picture. Oh, thank you. We just started playing that one in rehearsals because it's just really exciting to like have the songs, and I've been listening and living with the, the record and just getting so excited. And that song is one I've been really excited to play live, and it's just so cool, and it reminds me of a lot of, like, 90s country stuff with like some like Cheryl Crow storytelling. I mean, just really cool things that have inspired me and I just love it. I love it. I'm so excited for everybody to hear this. I'm glad you like that song because I think it's a banger. It is. And here's the truth. This is just me talking, but I've been doing this for a while now. There's very few voices that can make that song feel real. You make it a different voice and it starts sounding trite. I wish you knew before you met me. No, you need to sound like somebody who was that person. And people who knew me before, they're like, oh, wow, yeah, that song. Yep, I get it. Yeah, uh-huh. She is better now. Motherhood looks great on her. Drink a lot less. <laughs> no, I don't. How is Lucky? Oh, he's so good. He's so sweet. I just love him. He's, he just has a natural growing mullet. It's like, oh, you are my son. I love it. Okay, I have to bring this up, and I know you're tired of answering it, and you only have to spend 10 seconds. Are you okay after the concussion? Uh, you know, I'm doing so much better. Thank you for asking. It's weird. It, it really made me slow down, and then some wild things have come from it that have been, like, incredible. I can find a silver lining in anything, but I forgot how to play certain songs. So when I'm playing, I'm going back to mandolin, and it changed the way I've played certain things, which have, have given new life to old songs. I just try to find, you know, the beauty in everything, and it's kind of cool. You forgot how to play songs? I mean, listen, we heard that, and then we heard it was much more serious than we thought. But that kind of an amnesia thing? Yeah. I mean, I, I forgot everything. I didn't know how long I was out, but it was wild. <laughs> like, I'm very clumsy, and, you know, everybody's like, oh, you got a really bad concussion. I was like, that would happen. It's crazy, and it's serious, and, you know, you can't really tell by looking at me, but, like, sometimes I don't know if I'm in there. Oh, you got to talk a lot for your job? Great, great, great. Wait, really loud noises, flashing lights, and a lot of people around you? Perfect, perfect. But I'm doing really, really good, and I have a baby, so it really forced me to take care of myself and slow down, and I just felt very supported, and, you know, living here in Nashville, I, I have an actual community around me, and a lot of love showed up for me, and so it's good. definitely helps the healing process, and I'm feeling so much better. You and I can't be in the same room together if you're clumsy. Because I'm telling you what, I am the guy that walks in the doors. Do you drop as much many things as I do? I drop stuff all the time. When I had my children, it scared me to death. <laughs> I drop a lot of stuff. I knock a lot of things off of counters. I break a lot of glasses. I'm clumsy. Oh, I had this fear one time and I told my wife, I'm like, here's one of my fears. I put the kids in the car seat and I close the door on a hot day and I turn around and hit the car door and knock myself out. 
These are the things I fear about. It was a fear that really happened. No, it didn't happen. It was just a fear. That's how psychotic I got when it comes because of my clumsiness along with my children. Once children came into the thing, <laughs> it's one thing to drop a cup of coffee. It's another thing to drop an eight-month-old. <laughs> They're bendy. They're they mostly cartilage. They bounce. Okay, so I have to ask, where did the title come from, Come Get Your Wife? I mean, is that amazing or what? Where did it come from? Some guy shouted it to my fiance when I was just talking smack and I just thought it was funny. <laughs> it's funny. People don't know that like, I don't feel like I have anything to prove and I play music with a bunch of men and I don't lack in a confidence arena when it comes to that. So it's funny that it still happens and men can be men. And I was running my mouth and I was extremely, by the way, I am very good at leaving out what led up to that. Like, I can be very insulting when I drink. And so somebody gave it back to me, and I was just like, oh. I just called my old man. Talk about having the last word, right? I love it. I love it. And I have to ask you this. You've been on tour with Stapleton, and you are, and I don't mean this in any bad way, you are the anti-Stapleton. As far as my interaction with Chris, he's not the most chitty-chatty guy you'll ever meet, and he's not the most exuberant, and you are just... You're a party when you walk in the room, and you always have been. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to get in trouble just by being a part of this conversation. <laughs> and it's just, I wonder how you two got back, and because he's so reserved. I mean, I guess my question to you is, does he just look at you and raise your eyes, or does he just laugh a lot? He avoided me at all costs. <laughs> and he, I don't blame him, honestly. I don't. Best answer ever. <laughs> Me at all costs. Hey, listen, before my time is up with you, and again, I'm going to request more from you when you have time. You can uh, always have. Well, I am. I'm just going to get all of your people and say, listen, she told me she would. I do want to ask when it comes to shooting the videos, whose idea was the baked beans and try Jesus? Unfortunately, I think it was mine. Me and Edie, we, we just, just laughed so hard for like two hours on the phone. And I had originally wanted to be like crawling out of like a mud pit or something. And we're like diving, talking about Jesus. Well, it kind of reminded me of Flashdance. If you're old enough to remember Flashdance, when she pours the water on herself. Flashdance, man. You did Flashdance with baked beans. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's the thing when I was reading the title of the album and stuff, and it's a great album. I'm not just saying that. It really is. I just enjoyed the hell out of it. But when you see Try Jesus, and this is before I heard it, I saw Try Jesus, and I'm like, wow, this is going to be like a really slow, introspective, okay. And then it's just the most fun. It, it is an introspective song, but it's done in the most fun way possible. And I do have to ask you about the video. Okay, the whole thing with the guy when you were portraying the guy and you're pouring the liquor over your tongue. Really? Really? Listen, this tongue of mine has gotten me in more trouble in the last four or five months. That's my New Year's resolution. Quit sticking my tongue out, okay? It's just disgusting. I can't help. I just go into these moments of like, feeling very uninhibited and now i know it's like don't work in country stuff put that tongue back in now we're singing about jesus so i don't learn my lesson till like the seventh time around so I, uh, maybe i'll get there by album three oh you guys i just loved it i love it because you portrayed three different men and all of them did the tongue thing so i was just throwing that out there <laughs> I mean, that's funny. Quit calling me out, man. That's my move. Not that I noticed. L. King, you are the best. The album is Come Get Your Wife. And I look forward to the next time we do this. Oh, thank you. I always love talking to you. All right, my dear. Have fun. I'll speak to you soon. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. 
Thanks for joining us this week. If you love this episode, please subscribe, download a few more episodes, and please leave a review. Reviews really help us get this out to more people like you. Also, we'd love to hear what your favorite part was. Be sure to join us on social media to engage in even more unexpected conversations. Until next time. Thank you.